and welcome to Letters to Society, those few minutes of the day in which you listen to me point out everything that's wrong with humanity. Good morning, afternoon, or whatever time it is in your corner of the world. I'm your host, Ada Torres, and today we'll explore one of the many issues between the lower and middle classes. Yes, folks, we finally got into it. To start off, as always, a letter to society with Alden. Dear middle class, welcome to your intervention. It has been a long time coming, and I must say I'm surprised no one has done it earlier. First off, I must congratulate you. You've come a long way since the Western world first industrialized. But let's be honest, there's still a long way to go. And there are times when I feel like you've left behind your roots. Like you've forgotten all those workers who fought so hard for their rights. You're taking for granted all you have now. This, while understandable, is completely unacceptable. And it is high time you were pushed off your high horse. Society is advancing and accepting everyone from their sexuality to their race, and it is time that we stop discriminating and stereotyping people because of their income or job. If we start to leave behind stereotypes that all low-income workers are thieves or addicts or even lazy, we will help society advance as a whole. Cordially, Eldon. Whoa, thank you, Eldon. Wasn't that deep, guys? So, as you've probably noticed, we have a topic for the day. And now, let's begin with our segment, the text of the week. Okay, so I was cleaning my closet last week. Shocker, I know. And I came across this book that reminded me of this obvious issue. It talks about how we like to ignore all those hardworking people who clean your house and serve you dinner. It's called Nickel and Dimed, and it's about this woman, Barbara, who's a middle-class citizen, just like you, and decides to infiltrate herself into the minimum wage working class. This reporter, Barbara, has a first-hand experience in breaking many of the stereotypes set in place by society. The story being told in Nickel and Dimed is a true story, and that makes it a very powerful text. Not only because it's showing the first-hand experience of someone who is able to see what the middle class is totally ignorant of, but it can also really do a good job in balancing the points of view, the perspective of a lower-income worker, and the perspective of a middle-class citizen. This fascinating book talks about problems in wages and how unfair employees are treated. For example, there was this moan in the book when she said, quote, when someone works for less pay than they can live on, when, for example, she goes hungry so that you can eat more cheaply and conveniently, then she has made a great sacrifice for you. She has made you a gift of some part of her abilities, her health, and her life, end quote. Throughout the book, you see that these people These minimum wage workers are giving up truly living to make you, the middle class citizen, happy. The book not only addresses problems with income inequality, but it talks about how women are usually degraded further than men, especially in living and job-seeking situations. Furthermore, it talks about the fear that the rise of technology has brought upon the lower class as people begin to lose their jobs to this new technological revolution. At the end of the day though, Barbara concludes that there will always be a need for manual labor, even if it is to supervise the machines doing your old job. Nickel and Dimed is such a powerful text because it truly portrays the life of the lower wage workers and their fears, especially because it puts herself, she, Barbara, puts herself in the shoes of the person. Another reason why this book is such a good source is because of how detailed and researched it is. The book contains hundreds of footnotes. Hundreds. 
Each one of them is citing a statistic, for example, the change in minimum wage throughout the years. Or it's an interview that she herself had done to be able to write this book. Or it's an article from the New York Times that's talking about the decrease in job interviews. Or it's, it's a book written about the maid industry. There are hundreds of footnotes that shows just how much research the author put into writing this book. Not only that, but it gives you, the reader, the possibility of delving even deeper into this issue pertaining to stereotypes set upon people because of their income. It's like an interactive article, but like old school because it's footnotes, not hyperlinks, and you have to search it up in an actual library. And now for our interview of the day. I'm here with the most knowledgeable person in the world to give us her opinion on this issue. My granny, Mary. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's great to be here. <laughs> Gran, you are not the Queen of England. <laughs> oh, be quiet. Let me enjoy my moment. Okay, okay. Let's get to it then. First of all, Granny, do you think that Nickel and Dime is a good book? Why, why, yes, of course. This barber lady, she took a huge risk. I never would have, much less back in my day. She, she was brave enough to put herself into the shoes of these people who, who, it's like what you fear to be. It's what we strive as a society. We strive to go up the social ladder. And she instead had the nerve to, to go down the social ladder, not up. Okay, but don't you think she's biased as a middle-class citizen? No, no, I don't think she's biased at all. She's perfect for the job because as a middle-class citizen, as you already said, she, she can truly put herself in his shoes. She can truly see what are the stereotypes we are putting because she has lived both lives. Although she hasn't fully lived the lower wage income life, but still, it, it is as close as we can get. Okay, Grammy, do you think that this is an important issue for society to be aware of? Yes, of course. Um, as a society, we like to categorize people. Back in my day, or in the 60s, we categorized them by race, which was horrible. And we've always categorized them by gender. And now we're, gonna, we're, start, we're starting to really like to close opportunities for people because of their income. We are destroying the American dream, but the problem is... It isn't only in America, it's happening everywhere. Not only that, but these people have no opportunities. It's like they're in a cycle their whole life and they can't really get out of it. Do you think we've bettered or worsened as a society, Granny, especially pertaining to this issue? I think there's been very little improvement. Um, as, as humanity, let me rephrase that, humanity tends to repeat itself. I don't know if you've noticed, we've had World War One, we've got World War Two, and we tend to repeat ourselves. We discriminated by race, we've discriminated by gender, and now we're starting to discriminate by income. Actually, no, we're not starting to. We've already always done that. It's just more to the forefront because it was understood that discrimination isn't a good thing, that no one is superior to another person because of things they can't control. And you would say, we can control income, but as you notice, especially between through nickel and dime, many times you cannot control your social status because they're not giving you an option to move it, you know? So sure, I get my pension, and please, you keep giving me my pension, Mr. President, but 
and people do have more rights, but what are the point of these rights if no one can strike? Because if they do strike, they can't eat, eh? Like, we've gotten all these rights, and now we have to find a way to be able to use them. That is completely true, Granny. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, the wisest person in the universe, my Granny, Mary. Bye, Granny. Okay, but guys, seriously, 1.8 million people were paid minimum wage or less in the US in 2017. The income gap is only getting bigger and society is seeing these people more and more as the aforementioned stereotypes. It is time we change that. We have dealt many times already in this podcast with gender-based, sexuality-based, and race-based discrimination. But this kind of discrimination isn't really talked about and it must be brought to a stop. So take a break from your series or your YouTube video you're about to watch and pick up Nickel and Dime. Read it. It'll make you see just how wrong you really are about the lower class. Thank you for listening, folks. That's all we have for today. Let's see what society cooks up for us next time. Don't forget to buy Nickel and Dime, available on Amazon. I'm your host, Ada Torras, and I'll talk to you next week.